Are you still shopping the old-fashioned way? Well, then buzz on over to bzid.com. Bezid is your number one online auction source for brand name new items from companies like Apple, Sony, Canon, Dyson, Samsung, and more at discounts of 75, 85, and 99% off retail. Go to bezid.com and use the offer code VIP and get three bids for the price of one. That's offer code VIP to get three bids for the price of one. Go to bezid.com. B E E Z I D.com. Bezid.com. You're listening to House of Cards on the House of Cards Radio Network. Check us out at HouseOfCardsRadio.com. You know what cheers me up? What? Rolled up aces over kings. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. The House of Cards. Today, the game is different. With author and professional poker player Ashley Adams. Okay, you have some skill. Hello, listeners. This is Ashley Adams. You're listening to House of Cards. We have a great show, two terrific guests. Uh, The first one is going to talk to you about how you can become the best poker player you can be. Her name is Dr. Tricia Cardner. She's the author of Positive Poker. She co-authored this with Jonathan Little. I think he did an introduction to the book. And uh, it's funny, just a little backstory. She and I actually met in Austin, Texas. After our last interview, I was in Texas and looked her up. Fascinating person to meet, knows a lot about good barbecue as well, so we'll be talking to her about her book, Positive Poker. And then, so that you can apply your incredibly positive poker skills that you're going to learn, we have Mark Durant, who is the, I forget his exact title, but he is going to be talking about his employer, which is thepokeratlas.com. And thepokeratlas.com, for those of you who don't know, is the best place on the Internet to find out where all the poker rooms in the United States and Canada are located, all about their games, and he's going to talk about that. So stay tuned. We'll be back after a quick break. Fellas, are you looking to spice things up in the bedroom? Been fantasizing about surprising your lover with an adventurous new toy or adult movie? Well, here's an offer you won't be able to resist. Go to adamandeve.com, and for a limited time only, you'll get 50% off just about any item. But that's not all. Oh, no. When you select your one item at 50% off, you'll also receive three free adult DVDs for a little inspiration. Plus, a free extra gift so sensual, we can't mention it on the radio. And to top it all off, we'll even throw in free shipping on your entire order. And no, we're not teasing. So check out adamandeve.com today for this special offer. Get 50% off one item when you type BABE16 for the offer code upon checkout. When you do, you'll get three free DVDs, a free extra gift, and free shipping. Just use offer code BABE16 at adamandeve.com. The key to winning poker is knowledge. And winning No Limit Hold'em, the new book by World Series of Poker veteran Ashley Adams, can give you that knowledge. 
cash games, small tournaments. Whether you're a seasoned player, a novice, or just find yourself losing more often than you win, winning No Limit Hold'em can show every type of player how to consistently win at the game of No Limit Hold'em. You know it's been said that winning isn't everything, but it sure feels a whole lot better than losing. Get Winning No Limit Hold'em, the new book by Ashley Adams, and start winning today. Now available at Amazon.com and wherever great books are sold. Hey, this is Dave from House of Cards, and I just wanted to take a minute to tell you about Jersey Man Magazine. Whether you're born and bred in Jersey like me, or even from Jersey but live somewhere else, Jersey Man is the perfect magazine for you. Health issues, state business news, sports, food, you name it, Jersey Man talks about it in a fun and informative way. They even host their own networking events where you can meet and greet other community members and professionals. With contributors like Bill Lyon, Stan Hockman, and George Anastasia with his own mob scene column, Jersey Man covers our region like no one else. Check out their website, jerseymanmagazine.com, for more information and some really cool Jersey Man merchandise. Jersey Man's available at most major newsstands, and you can even subscribe online. That's jerseymanmagazine.com. Jersey Man Magazine. Hey, if you're from Jersey, it's the only magazine you'll ever need. You're listening to House of Cards on the House of Cards Radio Network. Check us out at HouseOfCardsRadio.com. This is House of Cards Radio with Ashley Adams. In the field of local live entertainment, oh my God! Welcome back, listeners. This is Ashley Adams. You're listening to House of Cards. And uh, before I introduce the next guest, you, you need to know the backstory. Uh, we had Dr. Tricia Cardner, uh, perfect name for somebody who knows about poker, Cardner, on the show talking about a book that was soon to be released to the public. We talked about psychology and poker and her life and her tournament wins and all sorts of interesting things. And it turns out that she is from Austin, Texas, and uh, I was planning a trip out to that neck of the woods, and so we had such a lovely interview. I met her and her husband and decided that we would have to do another show when the book actually came out, and this is that other show. So without any further delay, let me welcome Dr. Tricia Cardner, author of the book Positive Poker, onto House of Cards. Tricia, are you there? I am here, Ashley, and it's great to talk to you again. Well, the last time we were talking, I think I had a lot of ribs in my mouth. Uh, we ate at a great, great barbecue place. What was the name? It's called the Salt Lick, and if any of your listeners get to Austin, I highly recommend it to them. It's the best barbecue in Texas. Oh, it was spectacular, absolutely spectacular. The whole trip was worthwhile just for that meal. Um, so uh, that was, that's all on a personal basis, but let's talk more about your poker Tell us about the book and what's in it and what would interest the typical poker player who listens to this show. Well, this book is actually a compilation of several things, okay? Um, first, I when I was in grad school, I had to write a doctoral dissertation, and I did a dissertation called Peak Poker Performance, a qualitative case study, where I interviewed a number of elite tournament poker players, all multimillion-dollar winners, 
uh, for this dissertation in order to find out what are the psychological skills, traits, and abilities that set the elite player apart from lesser players. Now, I took that information and a lot of other information that I had, and I designed a course on the psychology of poker, which I taught for several years as an elective for upper division psychology students. And as you can imagine, that was super popular. And so that's part of the book. And then the last part is I ended up getting coaching with Jonathan Little, who I know many of your listeners know as a really competent uh, player and author. And so I suggested to him that we might do a book where we look at all these psychological aspects of becoming a better poker player. Okay. And so that's what we did. And Listen. we came up with positive poker. Can you tell our listeners what some of those most important traits are? Absolutely. So we start off with talking about how to set yourself up for success. And a lot of that has to do with diet and exercise and meditation, getting your brain right. Then we move into how you develop exceptional poker talent and the psychology of expertise. And I actually explain the brain structures that are necessary for you to develop expertise and then teach people how to do it. Now, of course, Jonathan does his own comments on each of the chapters as to how he applies the information himself. Uh, then we talk about goal setting. We do a chapter on understanding and mastering self-control, um, one on motivation, one on finding focus and concentration. We teach how to increase self-confidence. And, of course, we do a chapter on mastering tilt because no poker psychology book would be complete without talking about tilt. Um, we do mental toughness, which I personally think is the ultimate psychological edge. And then we finish the book out dealing with the ups and downs of poker. Um, so just basically talking about how to bounce back when you need to and how to deal with, you know, anxiety, depression, any of those sorts of things that can come with running bad. Okay. This is a very comprehensive book. I should tell our listeners that I have read this book and I find it incredibly powerful in many, many different ways. Why don't you tell our listeners about one particular aspect that I think is very important? But before you do, here's the question I have. Do you think that a reasonably smart, not a genius, but a reasonably smart, good poker player can turn him or herself into a great poker player just as a matter of working on some of the things that you address and focusing in the way that you suggest they focus? Or is it something that's more innate, that great players really have to have certain traits um, already if they are going to be great? It's not something you can really learn. What do you well, think? Well, that is an excellent question, Ashley. And there has been a ton of research that looks at just what you are asking. And I have good news for all of your listeners. You do not have to be born with any sort of innate uh, ability outside of, you know, if you have average intelligence, um, that's all you really need. And maybe even a little bit below average, to tell you the truth. Um, but if you are willing to do the painstaking work, and we outline everything in the book, and of course, a lot of the work you have to do is on the side of the technical game, because if you don't know the proper strategies for playing the games, obviously, you know, all the psychology tricks aren't going to help you. But if you combine a program of developing your technical skills along with developing your psychological skills, there's no doubt in my mind that you can A, see improvement, and B, possibly even join the elite that you admire and follow now. 
Okay, then let's focus on one of those things that you mentioned before, the one that you said you were particularly, uh, you found particularly important, which is mental toughness. Tell us at least a little bit about how a good player, not a great player, and somebody who's reasonably smart but not a genius, kind of the average listener, I'm guessing, would work on when it comes to mental toughness to become really great, at least in that area. You know, mental toughness is such an interesting psychological concept because it's extremely complex. And so that makes it hard. You know, when people say, well, what is mental toughness? You have to get into, like, these really long, you know, sort of definitions because it's a very complicated uh, concept. But what we did find is that mentally tough poker players have certain um, attributes. And I think that your listeners could work on these attributes in order to develop their mental toughness, and that would help them. Uh, do all the things you need to do. So one of the things is you have to really believe at your core that you can achieve your poker goals. If you don't really believe you can achieve your goals, then, you know, are you really going to stick with it when, when the going gets tough? And another thing that's really key is being able to bounce back from defeat and setbacks. We all know that no matter how great you are, you can easily go broke. And I remember one time I was playing in a in a tournament. It was a World Series tournament. And one of the dealers was talking to me about how she used to deal to Phil Ivey when he was very young back in Atlantic City. And she was telling me that he was often broke because this was, you know, when he was very young and just getting started. And that he would be, you know, asking people for money to buy into the, you know, the low buy-in tournaments. And he would often bust out and things like that. But because, A, he had the core belief, he knew he could do it. And he was able to bounce back from those defeats. And then, C, probably the most important, he was willing to put in the work. Well, we all know him as he is today. Phil Ivey, probably the greatest poker player of all time. Okay, fair enough. We're going to take a break, and then we'll be right back. Are you or a loved one currently suffering from arthritis, COPD, or other chronic conditions and can't get relief from current treatments? If so, there may be another option. Local physicians are conducting research studies in your area today, and you may be eligible to receive up to $1,300 in compensation for participation. These studies are confidential and are taking place for a limited time. Call 855-912-PAIN, 855-912-PAIN today to see if you qualify. Health insurance is not required. Call 855-912-7246. The key to winning poker is knowledge. And winning No Limit Hold'em, the new book by World Series of Poker veteran Ashley Adams, can give you that knowledge. Cash games, small tournaments. Whether you're a seasoned player, a novice, or just find yourself losing more often than you win, winning No Limit Hold'em can show every type of player how to consistently win at the game of No Limit Hold'em. You know it's been said that winning isn't everything, but it sure feels a whole lot better than losing. Get winning No Limit Hold'em, the new book by Ashley Adams, and start winning today. Now available at Amazon.com and wherever great books are sold. Don't just listen to House of Cards. Now you can be part of the show with the House of Cards hotline. Call us at 609-474-HOCR and leave a message for Ashley and the rest of the House of Cards crew. Comments about the show, poker questions, you just want us to know about great places to play, or you just got bluffed out of a pot. Your messages may even be played on the air. 
Give us a call at 609-474-HOCR. That's 609-474-4627. The House of Cards Hotline, available 24 hours a day. This is House of Cards Radio with Ashley Adams. The ambassador of poker. Join us online at houseofcardsradio.com. Welcome back, listeners. This is Ashley Adams. You're listening to House of Cards. And for listeners who just tuned in, we're talking to Dr. Tricia Cardner. She is the author of Positive Poker. But you still haven't really said what one would work on to develop mental toughness. I mean, let's say I, I wanted to work on that aspect of my game, mental toughness. What would I do? Right. Well, unfortunately, it's hard for me to give you that in one single answer because the whole book tells you things that you need to do that are all going to culminate with your mental toughness. I see. So it's all around, you know, setting goals and learning how to focus and concentrate and, you know, presenting a strong image and keeping a positive attitude and planning your hand. You know, it's just all sorts of things that come together. And unfortunately, I think it took us about uh, 80,000 words uh, total (laughs) for the book to really be able to cover everything someone needs to do. Okay. Well, then two other things that I think would be useful for our listeners to hear for them to grasp some of the uh, really significant advice and thoughts that you've put into this book. First of all, pick something that is easier and smaller and simpler that somebody could work on to improve their performance. Um, Give us one example, then, of the kind of things that somebody could work on, whether it's setting goals or avoiding tilt or improving their attitude. One thing, and tell us how they would go about improving that. Okay, perfect. One of the things that most people are interested in is mastering tilt, which really means, you know, keeping control over your emotions. And one of the things that I share in the book is basically I call it the ABCs of emotional control. And it actually comes out of a branch of psychology called cognitive psychology. Um, The main guy is a guy named Albert Ellis, and he's written a tremendous number of books on how to do this. But basically, here's the idea. Something happens to you at the table. That is the A in, in the ABCs. Okay, when something happens to you, let's say you take a bad beat, right? Somebody sucks out on you on the river and you were a huge favorite to win and you lose. What we, we think then is that they sucked out me. I took a huge beat. That's the activating event. That caused me to be angry or upset, emotional, whatever, right? Yes. But Ella says, no. That was the C, the emotional consequence was the anger, the upsetness, whatever. Ellis says, no, it's the B. It's the belief that we have about what has happened to us that causes us to be angry, upset, whatever. So basically, when we get our money in good, if we're thinking thoughts like, I should win this hand, notice how I should. So whenever you say, I should, or something ought to be a certain way, we hold the belief about it. And then when it doesn't go our way, he says that's what causes us emotional upset. So what your listeners can do is they can work to learn to identify when they get in these situations, 
what are they telling themselves? Because these little thoughts will just pop into your head, often, you know, randomly and really quickly. And if you can learn to assess and figure out, you know, what that thought is, and then you combat it with something like, you know, instead of saying, I should win, I prefer to win in this spot, or, you know, often the math says, I will win in this spot 80% of the time, but 20% of the time I won't. So if you can those thoughts that way, less of an emotional upset. Are you going to need to repeat that because for some reason your signal did not go through over the last 15 seconds? Okay. So I was saying that if you are able to combat your thoughts with something more rational, then you will not experience the emotional upset at the table. So a rational thought would be like, I'm an 80% favorite here, but that means I'm going to you know, lose 20% of the time. That's rational. If you think rationally, then you're less likely to become emotionally upset. All right. I get that. But the truth is that unless you are Leonard Nimoy playing Spock, you're going to have the emotional trigger when you are, you know, way ahead and you lose. Are there any tricks that are in the book about how to make sure to shut off that emotional response that's going to lead towards tilt? Is it just as simple as think different thoughts as you're going into the situation? Is there anything else that you suggest, like leaving the table or making sure that you... um I don't know, have affirmations that you say? Or is it just as simple as realize it's only 80-20 and be rational and logical instead of emotional and reactive? Well, you have to train yourself to be fair. It's not very easy, like you said, to just, you know, shut off your emotions at the table. The more you practice doing the ABCs, the easier that gets for you. Now, some people do find that they do need to step away from the table for a few minutes. And then what I think is helpful, if you do need to step away from the table, I don't think there's anything wrong with that at all. But then you can take a few minutes. And when you go off the table, what you are saying to yourself is very important to how you're going to play when you return. So if you go off the table and you're beating yourself up or, you know, you're cussing yourself out or the other person, uh, you know, that's probably not going to put you in the best mindset when you get back to the table. So if you can leave the table and take a few minutes and maybe go through these ABCs, I think that could really help people. I agree. That makes sense to me. Uh, for listeners who just tuned in, we're talking to Dr. Tricia Cardner. She is the author of Positive Poker. She, together with Jonathan Little, who uh, assisted her on it. The last question that I have for you, Tricia, and I, I wish we could go on forever. Maybe I'll have to make another trip out to Austin and uh, have some barbecue. But my last question is, what can you tell our listeners about your own poker success that certain that affirms your knowledge in the field and the worthiness of your book? Well, I'll tell you, um, I got started in poker a few years ago, and like maybe some people that are listening now, I saw it on TV and I got involved, you know, in a little home game, and honest to God, they were awful. And I just really got bitten by that bug, and I wanted to improve. And so I've done a lot of the things, you know, that are in my book, and obviously, even though I know all the psychological tricks and tips. It doesn't mean, you know, I execute perfectly every time either. So, you know, obviously I'm still working on things. But, um, you know, I feel like in the last year or so, I've really, um, hopefully not peaked, but I've definitely come up to another level where I've started making, you know, uh, more final tables and I final tabled a major event 
you know, last year for six figures. Really? And, Where you know, was I, that, Trish? Uh, that was at the River, which is the Windstar's big uh, tournament. So it was the River main event. Um, so what's so, what's next for you now that you've written this book, now that you've final tabled a major tournament? What's next? Well, I'll tell you what. I'm getting ready for the start of the year. Uh, I play several of the World Series circuit events. So there's one coming to Durant, Oklahoma, right after the first of the year. And I'm really working right now, watching my videos, um, going them back over hand, you know, trying to do as much as I can so that I'll be really prepared for that. And hopefully I'll run good and play good and have win some more money. What do you mean watching your videos? Um, you know, I watch a lot of training videos. Um, I belong, of course, to Jonathan Little's site, CloseToTurn.com, and I belong to some other uh, sites as well, and I really encourage your listeners to add that as part of their training program because I think it's very helpful. Um, so watching videos where the real pros, you know, talk about strategic aspects of the game is a, a big part of my training protocol. Good. I think so. Float the Turn is Jonathan's site. Uh, yes, floatthetern.com is Jonathan's site, and I think it's a—I mean, it's a really great value. I think it's about eight dollars a month. Oh, that is, so that is a tremendous value. value. And tell our listeners how they would get a copy of your book. The book is available at Amazon.com in both Kindle and paperback versions. There's also an audio version available on dmbpoker.com. So if folks want to listen to the audio, they can go over there. Uh, they can also follow me on Twitter, and my Twitter handle is at Dr. Trisha Cardner. So the at symbol, D-R-T-R-I-C-I-A-C-A-R-D-N-E-R. And um, I post things on there about the mental game and the quotes from the book and things like that as well. Well, that's terrific. Tricia, I've really enjoyed having you on, and uh, I'm eager to continue talking to you or emailing you and keeping in touch as you develop your poker career and I develop mine. That sounds great, Ashley. Okay, thanks again for coming on. Listeners, you've been listening to Dr. Tricia Cardner. She is the author of Positive Poker. We're going to take a quick break. And then we'll be right back. Hey, Jersey, we want to hear from you. Send us an email at info at houseofcardsradio.com or leave a message at our hotline at 609-474-4627. Fellas, are you looking to spice things up in the bedroom? Been fantasizing about surprising your lover with an adventurous new toy or adult movie? Well, here's an offer you won't be able to resist. Go to adamandeve.com and for a limited time only, you'll get 50% off just about any item. But that's not all. Oh, no. When you select your one item at 50% off, you'll also receive three free adult DVDs for a little inspiration. Plus, a free extra gift so sensual, we can't mention it on the radio. And to top it all off, we'll even throw in free shipping on your entire order. And no, we're not teasing. So check out adamandeve.com today for this special offer. Get 50% off one item when you type BABE16 for the offer code upon checkout. When you do, you'll get three free DVDs, a free extra gift, and free shipping. Just use offer code BABE16 at adamandeve.com. 
Hey, this is Dave from House of Cards, and I just wanted to take a minute to tell you about Jersey Man Magazine. Whether you're born and bred in Jersey like me, or even from Jersey but live somewhere else, Jersey Man is the perfect magazine for you. Health issues, state business news, sports, food, you name it, Jersey Man talks about it in a fun and informative way. They even host their own networking events where you can meet and greet other community members and professionals. With contributors like Bill Lyon, Stan Hockman, and George Anastasia with his own mob scene column, Jersey Man covers our region like no one else. Check out their website, jerseymanmagazine.com, for more information and some really cool Jersey Man merchandise. Jersey Man's available at most major newsstands, and you can even subscribe online. That's jerseymanmagazine.com. Jersey Man Magazine. Hey, if you're from Jersey, it's the only magazine you'll ever need. Hey, this is Dave Weishadow from House of Cards with your House of Cards gaming report for the week of January 13th, 2014. Some history was made in the New Jersey online gambling front last week. Party Poker has announced it has signed a multi-year marketing agreement with the Philadelphia 76ers and the New Jersey Devils. This is the first time major U.S.-based professional sports teams have aligned themselves with online gambling. The agreement includes social media, traditional in-arena advertising, as well as television spots. Since it became legal, there have been 150,000 accounts created to gamble online within the Garden State. The Pennsylvania Gaming Control Board handed down a $90,000 fine to Harris Philadelphia Casino and Racetrack for violating state gaming laws. A fine of $70,000 was issued against Harris for violations of casino credit insurance procedures. Harris was also slapped with an additional $20,000 fine for underage gambling for allowing a 20-year-old woman to gamble at their slot machines and drink alcohol back in April. And finally, it was a happy New Year's for Charlotte Moncrief of Aniston, Mississippi. On New Year's Day, while playing at a $100 slot machine at the Silver Star Hotel and Casino in Philadelphia, Mississippi, she won a $90,000 jackpot. Not a very unusual story, right? Well, she then returned the next day to the casino and won another $90,000 jackpot. That's two $90,000 jackpots two days in a row. That's the way to start the new year. Have any news or tips regarding casinos, gaming, or legislation? Send us an email at newsroom at houseofcardsradio.com and follow us on Twitter at HOC Radio. The key to winning poker is knowledge, and winning No Limit Hold'em, the new book by World Series of Poker veteran Ashley Adams, can give you that knowledge. Cash games, small tournaments. Whether you're a seasoned player, a novice, or just find yourself losing more often than you win, winning No Limit Hold'em can show every type of player how to consistently win at the game of No Limit Hold'em. You know it's been said that winning isn't everything, but it sure feels a whole lot better than losing. Get winning No Limit Hold'em, the new book by Ashley Adams, and start winning today. Now available at Amazon.com and wherever great books are sold. You're listening to the House of Cards with Ashley Adams. He's a witch. He's been playing poker since guys wore tights. Welcome back to House of Cards. I'm Ashley Adams. We're here with our guest, Mark Durant. Mark is the, well, what is your title with the Poker Atlas, Mark? I guess you could call it information analyst for the Northeast region and part of the Midwest, which would include Indiana, Ohio, and Michigan. Okay. for our long title. (laughs) Okay. For our guests who are not familiar with the Poker Atlas, tell them what it is and how they can use it. 
Basically, actually, it is it is the largest uh, po- uh, poker database of all live and legally operating poker rooms in North America, and it covers approximately 600 rooms in the U.S. and Canada. And you know, basically, you just go on, you search out what you're looking for for a room for an area, and you just you search out tournaments, you search out ca- we've got cash game information on there. We've we've got pretty much everything that the poker player is looking for. Detailed tournament listings such as you know buy-in, you know house rake, uh, ba- you know bounties, you know st- uh, there are structure uh, areas that we can we can put information into that we're working on diligently to try to keep it as uh, full as possible. For the for the junkies that are looking for the best possible value for a tournament, um, that's pretty much what it is. It's uh, it's a lot of information. Yeah, on the website. I, I got to say, uh, listeners, when I go on a trip, there are few things I enjoy more than going on to. This is this is no bull. This is actually how yeah. I operate. I go on the Poker Atlas. I see all the poker rooms, and when I say all, they are very thorough. Maybe there there are underground clubs, illegal clubs that they don't cover, but every legal public room in an area, from Club Carib to the Commerce in L.A., from Mohegan Sun and Foxwoods to um, all the every single club in A.C., every single room there is in Kansas, anywhere you want to go, they list them all, and then I plan my trip accordingly. I say, well, you know, they got a Tuesday night tournament at uh, Club Carib, it's a twenty-two dollar tournament. That would be fun to do. I'll go there, and then, my God, uh, the commerce is only fifteen minutes away, and I could go make the cash game if I bust out early. And then the next day, I'll go to, and I just plan the whole trip, and I love it. Who came That's up awesome. with this idea, Mark? The website itself. Yeah. Uh, the website itself was founded by Brian Easterling, who I used to work with. And Brian had founded this back in 2006, I believe. And We had him on as a guest. Yeah, I think we had him on as a guest. Yes. Um, and then when John Friedberg, who's my current boss, when, when, John, when John acquired All Vegas Poker, which is our sister site, and then he acquired the Poker Atlas, he brought Brian on board. Uh, back in August of 11, um, I had been in contact with them about a possible opportunity. They hired me within a week, and pretty much we, we went from there. And then Brian had left. Brian had actually left the company a couple months later to pursue another opportunity on the internet. And since then, I've been going great guns for about 15 months with the company, and and I can't thank John Freeberg the oppor- enough for the opportunity to do it because it's been some of the best fun I've ever had, to be honest. Well, what do you actually do? I mean, do you work from your home? Do you travel? Do you meet these people in different poker rooms? Do you do it all online and on the phone? How do you how do you get all these places? This is the great part of it, Ashley. I can work from anywhere in the world so long as I have a laptop, a tablet. Or a tablet, or and some kind of Wi-Fi signal, or some kind of internet signal. So I could be sitting in Las Vegas visiting the visiting the headquarters, and be in my hotel room and and working on my work for Connecticut and New Hampshire and and all over the place while I'm there. I could be, you know, I usually work from home, uh, and I'm located in Massachusetts, so I'm 2,300 miles away from the headquarters. So you know, I basically I do everything from the den in my home. And I do, um, I just do, I do schedule updates. I, I acquire information for the tournaments, structures, 
the buy-in breakdown, whether there's a bounty or not, you know, whether there's rebuys. I track all the information down for approximately 75 to 80 casinos within the 12 or 13 states that I deal with, which is, like I said, all the way out from Indiana, all the way out to Maine, all the way down to North Carolina, and all points in between. Basically, all of basically okay. all the Northeast down to Carolina and out toward Indiana. So you're so making uh, the contacts. That, yeah. And you, so, for example, a typical day, you'll have your list of the casinos you're going to contact, and then you mm-hmm. call up the tournament directors and you say, "Okay, what's the latest? Uh, and give me your rundown on tournaments." And then they do; they send them to you, and then you move on to your next place, and you keep working through a cycle. And by the time you're done. Well, it's time to refresh what you did, and you go through them again. Is that how it works? It's basically how it works because we, we break it down on the web on the new website. We break it down into three categories: um, you know, regular daily tournaments, uh, special events, which would be like for Foxwoods, you would have like the New Year's Day specials coming up from January first right. to fourth, um, and then we would have series events like the WSOP circuits, um, like the Borgata. Fall Poker Open, which just recent, recently concluded, and all other you know series events like that. So we we break it down into three categories. So I'll spend a lot of time on the websites that I know are dependable and keep regular monthly schedules there. I'll make phone calls to the smaller rooms that don't have a tournament director or a director of poker operations, and I'll contact those rooms directly to find out if they've had monthly updates. And in some cases, there are some rooms that don't update their right. schedule very much because they just keep the same schedule. Sometimes they'll change a Saturday. I know there's a room in New Hampshire that only changes the Saturday 1 o'clock tournaments. You have and all the New Hampshire it. rooms? Yes. How many are there? Do you know offhand? Uh, Including part-time there seven, rooms. There are seven licensed rooms in New Hampshire. That's it. I thought there were more than that. That includes there, the ones up north? Yep. Yeah, there were. The, uh, the Sharkies chain had uh, basically, I think, folded, and basically, you know, a couple of those rooms, had con- uh, we had actually been in contact about one of them that had closed, uh, that was part of the Sharkies chain, but there's like two main chains up there that, that keep the rooms operating, uh, the one through Seabrook and Rockingham, and the one that's connected with, I believe, Keene and Manchester and right. Lakes Region, or something like, Lakes Region might be an independently owned one. Is there but still a Gary's? Does Gary's still have a, a room? Uh, which one was that? I'm sorry. It used to be called Gary's. It was up north. Uh, uh, no, Gary's had since closed. I had actually never heard of that before you had mentioned it, but I believe that was one of the ones that had closed because I knew at one time there were at least ten or eleven. What about the Belmont? Down to seven. What about the Belmont Lodge? And yeah, that is that is now the Lakes Region Casino. And how about uh, Dover Bowl? Do they still have uh, room? Dover had closed about two years ago. Okay. All right. So one up in Littleton. Uh, not in Littleton, no. There's uh, Manchester, Seabrook, Hampton Falls, Rockingham. Then you've got Keene. Then you've got Lakes Region. and The Rivers in Royal. Milford. The, uh, yes, yes. Uh, the, river, the River Card Room in, in Milford. Okay. Those are the seven. Uh, I had a question for you about uh, Delaware. Delaware yep. has announced that they have uh, online intrastate gaming, yep. poker. Um, is it actually going? Do they have players? What's that like? I believe, I, I haven't done as much research on the online yet, Ashley. I, I do believe that the online poker is up and running. I know the online gaming is up and running. Um, the poker, I'm not as sure of, uh, but I know there's been uh, a tremendous amount of interest because of the issues that um, two, of the, two of the rooms are having with um, Maryland Live opening. I know a couple, like Harrington and Dover Downs, which is actually one of my favorite places to play. Um, 
they've had some they've had some issues with players um you know basically bolting for Maryland Live which is um basically is the biggest room in the northeast it's right now gr- in terms well. of in terms of yeah in, in terms of like overall you know overall money made and you know just players i mean 52 tables and they're pretty much jam packed yes i was there it is yeah. sick action it is big yeah, big insane. games it is crowded it is full there are 2 hour waiting lists it, I mean, I go to Foxwoods just about once a week, and sure. Foxwoods is a bigger room by a lot. They have a lot of tournament tables. They have 102 cash tables. But yep. at least the impression I got at Maryland Live is that there is more money on the tables. Although Foxwoods, I was there just a couple of days ago. They had some really big games. Uh, yeah, but like they had the a 100-200 no-limit game at uh, Maryland Live. 100-200 blind. I mean, that's... We're talking hundreds of thousands of dollars. Oh yeah, the, you know, I, I guarantee you, a lot of the a lot of the grinders from New Jersey, Delaware, and the Philly area are making their way down the Maryland Live to play in those bigger games. There's no question in my mind. I recommend that, it. Let me ask you about um, what's going on in uh, North Carolina in the Cherokee Room. Do they have live dealers there now, or are they back to the Poker Pro machines? Uh, they're actually a split. They have 15 Poker Pro machines that they use mostly for tournaments and some cash games, and they have five live tables, which they use primarily for 2-5 No Limit Hold'em, oh. um, according to one of the poker managers that I spoke to down there. Okay. Do you also cover the boats? I think there used to be a Sun Cruise boat out of South Carolina. Do they still exist? Uh, that I'm not sure of, but I don't uh, – I'm not – Part of the, uh, the I haven't been doing anything with any of the boats in terms of like the cruises, so I'm basically just doing a lot. Everything's land based. I see. And uh, so Maine has one room going. They never got anything in Oxford, did they? Uh, to, to the best of my knowledge, they haven't opened anything in Oxford. I thought I had heard a couple rumors that they were exploring the the possibility of it to to you know just have a little competition with uh, with Hollywood over in Bangor. So I'm not positive where that stands yet. I'm going to try to talk to some people and find out just find out what's what's going on. But as of right now, I I don't know of anything planned. So and it's a smaller casino too. So I'm not yes. sure if it's going to be financially feasible for them. So do you take ads on uh, the Poker Atlas, or is it somehow funded in some other way? That is that is something that is actually dealt with through the headquarters in Las Vegas. So I don't really have a tremendous amount of um, input with anything like that, or I don't deal with anything that. I'm just I'm just strictly an information analyst. Wow. So you don't hit up the casinos for an ad when you talk to no. them? Nope. I don't oh. deal with money. I deal with people, and I deal with schedules. That's and, great, and you know, and, get, and making sure we have the most updated schedules on the internet because you know, you're talking about the biggest, you're talking about the biggest online, you know, the biggest poker database online. Yeah. Now, I, I two more questions: one personal, sure. one public. The sure. personal question first: I have an incredibly talented, smart daughter who's looking for a job. Are you guys expanding? Are you looking for more staff? That is something that you could probably find out through the the, the corporate website or, or for the through the company website. No, man, I want an inside track. <laughs> I want you to say, talk to Bobby, and he'll know what to do. Yeah, but all right, I, mean, I, sh- I suppose you could talk to John Friedberg, and he could tell you what to do. Okay, you know, I, I, I suppose he could lead you in the right direction. I I, uh, I don't have the inside scoop because I'm twenty three hundred miles away. <laughs> I but, understand. Um, I know we are. I know we. It seems like we've expanded by leaps and bounds because. With with the new with all the new features with the new website and you know the fact that you you have you know a fully optimized you know site for desktop tablet and mobile use you know it seems like it's expanding by leaps and bounds and it's just such a it, it's such a great site because right. it's it's so it's very user friendly there's so many different ways 
um, you know, this, different tournaments to look up and, and things to look up. I mean, you know, you look up and the, the, the nice thing is actually, and you, you can appreciate this for sure with the old site, you know, before you'd have to look it up through state and then city. Now we're based everything with, you know, on metropolitan markets. So that way it simplifies the user experience. So I can punch and, in, I'm going to be going to, or I'm going to be going to Northern California. I'm going to punch in sure. Sacramento and yep. see all the rooms that come up instead of having to go to California, then Northern California, then Absolutely. Stockton or Sacramento. Great. Bigger, bigger states like that are, are, are a wonderful tool to use that with. Here's my last question for you. Yeah. Um, people that, well, actually a comment and then a question. Sure. I love the fact that I can find out not just when the tournaments are and what the entry fees are, but yeah. what the house rakes and what they rake in their, pri- in their cash games. I think that is an amazing feature. I love it. And uh, I'm really glad that you're doing that, not just for the Las Vegas places, but for all of them. Here's my question. Sure. Uh, A lot of regular poker players have put the Bravo app on their phone to find out the waiting lists and the like. Do you see yourselves as a competitor with them, or do you see yourselves as uh, working on things that they don't really do as well and they do things better than you and kind of different? Or do you see yourselves as competitors? I don't think – Honestly, Ashley, I don't see my I don't see ourselves as a competitor with them because they basically allow each room to dictate what they list. Whereas we have more of a kind of a uniform code of what we use to list tournaments and the cash game information on there because we don't we don't involve waiting lists. Although who knows? I mean, down the line with all the technology we have at at, at our disposal, I, I suppose that could be a possibility. I just I wouldn't have any idea right now where right. that would go. But I mean, we you know we also send out um, we also send out tweets so for different areas so you can see you know if you subscribe to a certain area or you subscribe to the Poker Atlas on on Twitter, you can you can get updates like that. So you know there's there's right, and they don't list every room. Technology. They just have people that are subscribers. Uh, have their sites listed with information. You have every single room. And just for our listeners who may not know, the site is thepokeratlas.com, correct? That's correct. Thepokeratlas.com. Listeners, I use it regularly. It's great. It tells you what's in the casino, where they have poker, what games they have, what uh, tournaments they have, when they have them, what the rake is, what the house take is. I, I think there's no better site if you are somebody like me that likes to travel to different places to play poker, or even if you only go to Las Vegas just for Las Vegas. Yeah. It's worth checking out. Check it out, thepokeratlas.com. Uh, you've been a great guest. Anything else you want to add quickly, Mark? Actually, I just wanted to extend a hello from one of your good friends and mine, Mr. Brian Sarge Hackett. Wow, how do you know Sarge? I've known Sarge. By the way, Sarge is my regular partner yeah. In the partner event at Fargo, which is a poker players convention of sorts, uh, he's a wonderful guy, lives out in Western Mass. We only see each other once or twice a year at Fargo and maybe for some other function. Uh, we have a, a combo that he often brings us to victory with. He plays Hold'em. I play Omaha in a pairs event. He plays 80% of the hands. I play 20% of the hands. And when we do well, it's because he does well. When we do badly, it's because I do badly. Uh, so... <laughs> I, how do you know him? 
Well, it's about nine years ago I met him, and uh, he, see, he lives in Chicopee, which is right just outside of Springfield. And one of the towns that's west of that is called Southwick. It's, uh, it's right, near the, right near the Connecticut border. And we had actually met at a free roll at one of the bars that one of, uh, a mutual <laughs> friend owns. And ever since then, Sarge and I have been regulars at different events. We've, uh, we, we've actually been down to uh, Foxwoods and Mohegan many times. He was actually part of the Bad Beat jackpot I hit uh, just, uh, just over two years ago in a seven-card stud game where it uh, netted me about $6,000, and it netted him just over 500 Wow. So well, that's was great. A tremendous experience. Give you know, Sarge my best. Yeah. Uh, oh, I absolutely. think of him finally. I look forward to Fargo largely because it gives me an excuse to play with him. Yeah, it's a, good, it's a good thing, too. We just played recently at one of my home games. That's great. Mark, thank you for yeah. joining us. We hope to have you back when your site expands as it inevitably will. Ashley, always a pleasure, my friend. I appreciate the time. Take care. It's Mark Durant from The Poker Atlas. You can find them at thepokeratlas.com. We're going to come back right after a quick break. Hey, this is Dave from House of Cards, and I just wanted to take a minute to tell you about Jersey Man Magazine. Whether you're born and bred in Jersey like me, or even from Jersey but live somewhere else, Jersey Man is the perfect magazine for you. Health issues, state business news, sports, food, you name it, Jersey Man talks about it in a fun and informative way. They even host their own networking events where you can meet and greet other community members and professionals. With contributors like Bill Lyons, Stan Hoffman, and George Anastasia with his own mob scene column, Jersey Man covers our region like no one else. Check out their website, jerseymanmagazine.com, for more information and some really cool Jersey Man merchandise. Jersey Man's available at most major newsstands, and you can even subscribe online. That's jerseymanmagazine.com. Jersey Man Magazine. Hey, if you're from Jersey, it's the only magazine you'll ever need. Are you still shopping the old-fashioned way? Well, then buzz on over to Beezit.com. Beezit is your number one online auction source for brand-name new items from companies like Apple, Sony, Canon, Dyson, Samsung, and more at discounts of 75 85 and 99% off retail. Go to Beezit.com and use the offer code VIP and get three bids for the price of one. That's offer code VIP to get three bids for the price of one. Go to Beezit.com. B-E-E-Z-I-D.com. Beezit.com. You're listening to House of Cards on the House of Cards Radio Network. Check us out at HouseOfCardsRadio.com. This is House of Cards Radio with Ashley Adams. Excuse me, I want to phone my wife and tell her about the game. You mean you haven't asked her yet? Ask her. Look, George, women are the weaker sex. Men are the stronger. I don't ask my wife. I just say, look, baby, I'm playing poker tonight. That's that. Gee, I could never do that. I'll oh, show sure you could. You're a member of the stronger sex. I am?
Welcome back, listeners. This is Ashley Adams. You're listening to House of Cards, and this is my favorite segment, the mailbag segment. I'm joined in studio by my producer, one of my producers, the handsome Dave Weishaddle. Oh, thank you, Ashley. So uh, welcome, Dave. What do we have this week? Well, I wanted to hear about your G-rated trip to Las Vegas. My G-rated trip. With your mom. Yes. Well, let's see. Uh, A couple of weeks ago, well, the story begins. (laughs) Many, many months ago, I was in Las Vegas with my friends, Jim and Andre. Okay. And uh, I called my mom just to say hello and told her what I was doing. And she said, oh, you always go to Las Vegas and you always have a great time. And uh, I sure would like to go with you sometime. And I said, maybe a bit too quickly, but I said welcomingly, well, we'll have to plan something. And uh, most sons would probably leave it at that. Yeah, I would. <laughs> I have not, caller ID on my phone. so <laughs> A nice remark made in uh, the heat of the moment that wouldn't have been followed through on. But I have a good relationship with my mom. So I called her back a few weeks later and said, let's actually plan this. And we picked uh, a week. We planned it. I took a week off from work. She took a week off from her retirement work or whatever. Mm -hmm. She does news stuff in New York and uh, has a lot of social stuff that she does, but she planned a week away, and uh, I flew her out. Actually, it was the first time I ever was the treator. I've been the treatee many times, but I treated her to a trip. It was her birthday week, March March 11th. She is running years old. um, (laughs) We'll beep that out. (laughs) No, definitely. She's uh, reached the age of, and that's where we're going to leave it. She's very, 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 very youthful. Uh, People mistook us, I am sure, for a couple. Oh, okay. Which she looks very, very, in fact, I got to say, I'm walking through Las Vegas. I'm jumping forward and backwards, but I'm walking through Las Vegas, and she still gets guys staring at her. Really? Which I grew up with as a boy and all my life, and still walking down. And this is in Las Vegas, which is filled (laughs) with the most beautiful women in the world. My mother, who's years old, people are, guys are turning their head, and they just, anyway. So we planned it for her birthday week of March 11th. Mm -hmm. I was in Louisville on Saturday and Sunday doing a training for my union job, my day job. And then Sunday I flew from Louisville out to Las Vegas, met her. She, I had flown her out uh, that day, and I got there a little after her. Rented a, I rented a car, and we were staying at the formerly Blackstone Hotel, now the Baymont Suites, okay, um, which is about a mile off the Strip. I decided that I didn't want to stay on the Strip because I, I just find it uh, too hard to get into park and get out to mm-hmm. drive around, so we stayed at the Baymont Although, I have to tell you, you find the greatest places to stay in Las Vegas. I don't know about the greatest, I, I, but I, well, awfully you, cheap. It's, it's, <laughs> how much was this one? This was 60-some-odd bucks a night for each of us. We each had a room. Oh, okay. That's, uh, yeah, and plus they have a resort fee. Usually of, you like, find something like 10 bucks. Yeah, no, that, <laughs> man, this is my mother. Oh, okay. This <laughs> isn't just cheap. Well, you're splurging, aren't you? I am. 60 what? is about, you know, five times what yeah, I normally yeah. spend. Uh, in fact, I'm going out in a couple of weeks. And I'm, I'm shocked staying. you didn't get a suite for that. Well, <laughs> I'm staying out at Arizona Charlie's for 20-something right. bucks a night. But in any event, <laughs> so we had an amazing week. I mean, you think I'm a, you know, I'm a poker player, yeah. and I love going out there for poker. And uh, even so, even though I had very, very little poker, because my mother doesn't gamble at all, and I wasn't about to try to even introduce her to the notion mm-hmm. of learning how to play poker or anything, it was really a trip for her to see 
all that there is to do in Las Vegas other than gamble. That was it. Mm-hmm. I wanted her to, so that when I talk about being out in Las Vegas, mm-hmm. she knows what I'm talking about. So here's here's what we did. I was, okay. As I was waiting for the uh, show to start, I just made a quick list. First of all, we saw um, Cirque du Soleil, the show O, which is okay. the water yeah. show at the Bellagio, which is amazing. Getting um, great reviews. Always. Very for the last popular. 15 yeah. years, yeah. it's, I think, maybe the top-rated show. Mm-hmm. Uh, we had very nice seats. I'm not sure she loved it. I, I've seen it now four times. I've loved it every time. But it's, you know, looking at it from the perspective of your woman, mm-hmm. uh, it's not a simple, you know, um, linear plot. Uh, this happens, that happens, this happens. Sure, there's a lot of different things happening. The lighting is not fantastic. Uh, or maybe it is. Maybe the word fantastic would describe it. It's not very well lighted. Mm-hmm. And so it's you know not always easy to follow all the action. Like watching a circus, yeah. you have three different things going on. It's not always. So I'm not sure she loved it, but she sure pretended she loved it. It's a lot of looking up, too. Because, you, know, you know, they were swinging around from what I remember. There is some, yes, yeah, there is so. some of that. It's also stuff like in the back. Yeah. And it's hard. But so we saw that. We went and we saw a pretty darn good impressionist named Gordy Brown who performed downtown and downtown Gordy Brown. <laughs> uh, we saw him. We went and saw the whole show of the Bellagio Fountains. Okay. Yeah. Loved that. That was great. Then we went into New York, New York. My mother is a New Yorker, and she yep, wanted yep. to see it, and she either pretended or really was blown away by all the stuff inside. You know, I'm kind of jaded to all this, and I'm thinking, oh, it's kind of cheap imitation. But even though she's a New Yorker, she really dug that, and we saw we, the. We should get your mom on the phone. <laughs> I, 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 there's no pre-planning involved in this. I didn't even think we of absolutely doing that. should. And uh, you well, know, next time you're in, we'll get the your next mom. mailbag. Yeah, next time you're in, we'll get your mom. On okay, the phone. fair enough. She, by the way, she is a radio journalist. She was an anchor on CBS, oh, great. and NBC, and then locally in Albany before that for many years. So she this knows is her so, way around the microphone. This is so beneath her right oh, now. Well, <laughs> you know, it's, <laughs> it's beneath her in all respects except. Her son is the host of the yeah, show, so <laughs> she would be happy to be on. Uh, but she's she's an amazing radio talent. Great. Really. But it was a great trip, great. and i um, happy to report. I hope to talk some more about it when she's on the phone next time. But until then, listeners, um, come back next week. Until then, have a good week, and have good luck. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.